Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. As we're coming to a close to Q1 for 2023, last year was the first time in over 40 years where the equity and bond market were both down in the same year. By the way, both were down by double digits. And as a wealth advisor, were there any positive areas for consumers? Welcome to this week's episode of the Advisor Mentorship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Hauser, and I am joined today by one of the top independent teams in the country when it comes to managing wealth, Terry Wheeler of We Alliance Wealth Advisors, Inc. How are we doing today, Terry? Doing good, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And so for the audience, if you don't mind sharing, as an RIA, who has actually been now utilizing fixed index annuities here over the last two years into your practice, what made you want to start utilizing FIAs for your clients? Really, there's one chart that we refer to quite a bit that looks at the mortgage historical rates. Um, which had hit rock bottom, interest rates had hit zero at one point. And then you look at a bond chart and the bond chart is straight up when rates are going down. Um, we had hit the bottom. So bonds had nowhere to go but down in value in our opinion. So we felt like if you're going to stay in bonds, you're basically just waiting to get crushed. So we had to look at other fixed income alternatives, which we do a number of strategies. And this is one that uh, we found was outperforming bonds handily. And with some of the modern indexes using volatility, a product that I used to, quite frankly, not like too much, all of a sudden, it's one that we really love as a bond alternative. And uh, and actually, I know we were recently at an event of ours, and you were with some other advisors who were doing wealth management. What is it about the term insurance that y'all just cannot stand? <laughs> well, we, <laughs> we're fiduciaries for our clients, so our our job, in my opinion, is to be a passionate advocate for the clients. And I think historically, insurance companies just have a checkered past and you have to have a healthy distrust of some of the products. So ultimately, you need to know what you're getting into and what the expected returns are, which for the old school index annuities, we used to tell people three to 6% is about what you're going to get. And that was actuarially true. If you talk to actuaries, which we had, that's what they're going to tell you. Now with the volatility controlled indexes, those potential returns are up quite a bit. So we're more in the camp of the indexed annuities, but to us, it's just a tool. So depending on market conditions, we'll use it in certain markets and then perhaps other markets, we won't use it depending upon what's going on. Um, it's hard to imagine markets that we won't have a place for them at this point though, given how, how the volatility indexes are constructed, because you really do have choices that will give you good returns in most market conditions. Mm -hmm. And so how has it been for your customers though? So actually implementing this as a new resource of y'all's firm offering to clients you've had for years, but also even new prospects you bring on. So talk a little bit about 
not just the learning curve, but for your clients? Have they been receptive? Of- Most have. They all know that I have a healthy distrust of insurance companies. So there, are, some of them are saying, well, why are you now looking at insurance products? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's really um, an education process as to what needs we're trying to meet. So in some cases, it's really trying to shift some longevity risk. So if they live beyond 85, 86, there are products that do amazingly well. And if if they don't live that long, then they're going to have a good bond alternative return anyway. And then there's products for addressing long-term care and critical illness needs, even things that can help if social security was to be reduced. Uh, so there, there's a lot of different ways in which we can address different concerns, especially of retirees uh, using a variety of the approaches that are available out there. And and I know, so it's been a really short time. So we've worked together here for a little over two years and um, you've been to numerous conferences. So getting to meet a lot of different advisors, get to know our team a little bit more. And recently you were actually at our Founders Club experience earlier this month. So what were some of the takeaways for our inaugural Founders Club experience from your standpoint, but also what did you get out of that particular experience with our team? Sure. So two things, really. One, the group of people The quality of advisors that you guys had at that was very impressive, very passionate people about protecting their clients. So we shared a lot of amazing ideas. I think I have probably about eight pages of notes of different ideas to put in place, which makes me uh, feel a little bit buried at this point. And I don't doubt Uh, that. (laughs) But these are all like really good ideas and just ways to kind of sharpen the sauce, so to speak, to to do a better job for our clients. And then your group, I was... uh, incredibly impressed with the quality of content. The quality of the entire experience was amazing. And it it really feels like a family experience. Um, I think I've shared with you, I worked with a group years ago that was bought by Transamerica. And they were, the guy that owned it actually was one of my big mentors. And he was just an amazing individual and very much a family atmosphere. And you guys are the first group I've seen, that was almost 15 years ago, that I've seen that really has that quality of a kind of a culture. So very, very, very impressed with um, what you guys did there. So congratulations. You guys, you guys put on an amazing event. Well, thank you for that. Congratulations, obviously for attending. And not only did you attend though, so first inaugural Founders Club experience, and you were one of three advisors on stage during that time frame. So you were sharing best practices like the other two gentlemen. You had some questions tossed your way from the audience of other advisors. So talk a little bit about the success you've actually had here over the short time of working with us here at InsureMark and your growth within your uh, practice. Sure. So we've we've had a lot of success in the group, but to us, this is just an allocation, meaning this is part of our bond allocation. So we we appreciate all the accolades and everything, but Really, our focus is just doing what we can to serve our clients the best we can. And we do think this is a great approach. It was interesting on the panel because we are a bit old school compared to some of the the other two panel attendees who are embracing technology a little bit more than us. Um, our clients, I still have a lot of live meetings. I still use a yellow pad an awful lot. In fact, Got a yellow pad in front of me, I always do. So some of the technology and things we'll probably embrace a little bit more what they're doing, doing things like podcasts like you, you do. We're, we're getting one started, videos within our marketing and within our client update and servicing, we're really embracing. So great ideas from the panel members themselves. I did feel a little bit old school up there, 
but it works for us. And I really enjoy the one-on-one. I like sitting across from clients and getting to know them and their families. So that works well for us. Hey, you look great now. I've seen you're starting to do more (laughs) videos. You're starting to do a lot more of the, I mean, I actually looked at your website earlier today. I saw you already put that video on your website. So, I mean, there's a couple things. What do you think you've actually added to your practice here in the last two years that maybe it's new, it's getting adjusted to that? Yeah, I think videos are a big one. So we're using videos a little bit more on the marketing side to send out something. If if we've got a new client coming in, we've got a welcome video that's about to be released so they can get to know our team. Uh, kind of the My Story video, which I think you're referring to on the website, that's one that has been very well received. Those are the primary things, that really the tool of video and in client servicing. So we're using it for quarterly updates just for some of our, we run some Reg D funds. We are using that for quarterly updates. We're starting to do that to go along with the fund reporting. And then in addition to that, we're playing with the virtual world. I mean, we're doing some virtual workshops and things. So we're just kind of in the beginning phase of that. I wouldn't call it successful yet. We know that some of these top advisors are using it very successfully. So we're committed to it, but we're kind of learning the ropes. And our website is one of those things that we're, we're re- revamping. So it's going to be much more of a family feel instead of this kind of corporate cold feel is what I kind of feel like it is now, which I think when I was a young advisor, and that goes all the way back 30 years, I had similar pictures. <laughs> I always looked at the website as a postage stamp that I don't get clients from my website. I don't even try to get clients from my website. I I get clients by meeting them and by teaching a lot. So we're going to kind of come into the modern world and we're going to make it a little bit more of who we are, who our team is. So the video is a first step, but ultimately we're going to have a, a different feel as this gets relaunched here in the coming months. And do you think, uh, talk about some of the the challenges then. So what, do you see any challenges in your practice this year? I know you've talked to me about expanding, trying to duplicate yourself. Obviously that's what all advisors, it's, that's always what you want, right? Is duplicating yourself. So sure. what are some of the challenges this year that you're looking for maybe some of the other advisors and just the team you're around to get you through? So other than the stock market crashing, the bond market crashing, real estate dropping in value, that's the <laughs> other challenges. <laughs> so down markets, we're a defense oriented firm. So we do a lot of what's called defined outcome investing. So ironically, these down markets, people see the value of our strategies. So we're busier than ever. So our biggest challenges are operational. So it's a matter of, I, I don't like saying no to clients. If I have a client that has a quarter million dollar portfolio, I want to assist them, even though our minimums are higher. Um, so I say yes too often. Uh, so we're putting in systems to where they can get the same quality of counseling, but we have junior advisors that we're grooming. So the the expansion operationally is the single biggest challenge. And I've got a lot of things we want to accomplish for our existing clients so our, our outside marketing is really going to be minimal this year. And we're focusing on internal marketing and really doing a better job for our existing clients because there's a tremendous amount of opportunity uh, for them to improve their circumstances if we can just focus on them. So that's really our goal for this year as opposed to external marketing, even though we'll keep some external marketing going. So I kind of grew up in the idea that if you're not going forward, you're going backwards from a pipeline standpoint. So I can't ever turn off the marketing altogether, Um, but we're not going to ramp it up either. We're going to really focus on our current clients, which will probably bring us more business than anything else we could do anyway. 
Well, you did actually mention, you know, shameless plug. So with everything that's going down (laughs) this year, we do see some things that are actually up, even though who knows, chasing returns is never a good thing. But um, I think that talks more to the strength of the products and how they've evolved over the years within the FIA space. And talk maybe a little bit about as an advisor, because I mean, as you know, there are so many different carriers out there in the fixed index annuity world, not just carriers, but there's so many products out there. So how does Terry and a large wealth firm decide what products to work with or who would be the trusting companies for your customers? So can you walk a little bit through that process of identifying the right product? Sure. So we we study a lot and we do a lot of research. We look at a lot of numbers. So uh, we are working with, not sure if you want me to mention names here, but we we really like a Nexus products. We studied very diligently what they do, how they build their indexes, how they license them to various insurance companies. We flew back multiple times to visit them and to figure out, is this real or is this just something that looks good historically? So deep deep due diligence. And to be clear, the markets have been challenging. We've been thriving in the markets because we exited bonds. We went into fixed income in areas where you know we're beating the indexes. I don't want to get percentages because of compliance reasons, mm-hmm. but we're beating them very, very handily and we're getting positive returns for our clients. So our clients are thrilled and that's because of the research. So I'll give you an example on the index annuity. Some of the um, annuity indexes, particularly by indexes, are up in a very challenging environment. I wouldn't say they're earth-shattering returns when you look at how everything is combined, but they're up and they're making positive numbers when the rest of the indexes are down. Different space, but another area we we do a lot in is, is lending, and the lending space is up dramatically. So COVID was challenging, but on the fixed income space in that area, opportunities are everywhere. So there's always opportunities, and when things are are bad, that's opportunity. So that's when you want to be buying particular assets. So ultimately, we don't look at this as a time of of stress, even though it is stressful for retirees who mm-hmm. weren't very well prepared. We look at it as a time for opportunity. And usually after a down market like this, you have some of your best markets. In the index annuity space, we're excited about what we see coming. The last year, we're not overly excited about the returns. There were some indexes that did well and there were a lot that didn't do so well, but we didn't lose money. And now we're able to buy things while they're on sale, which is exactly what we want to do. Um, We have a concept we talk about around here a lot called dry powder. And that means don't lose money when the markets are down. So you can buy things when they're on sale and when the opportunities are present because too many people are just invested throughout the cycle and then they can't buy things when they're on sale because they were there for the losses. We're not there for the losses. So we, we get to take advantage of the sales. Good stuff. As we wrap up here, is there, so from your stance, is there anything you'd like to share with the audience or words of wisdom that coming from you and your team, your experience working with InsureMark or any words of wisdom for the advisors that may listen to this podcast? Yeah, I mean, any any advisors out there, and particularly as a group, RIAs are resistant to this initially. 
just do your homework on the indexes. Once you really learn what they do, you'll find that you really like this as a bond allocation. Very powerful. And I think over the next decade, this is probably going to be something that is going to give you a strategic advantage if you're used to just doing bonds. But this is something that's worth exploring if you were like me and you've been around for 30 years and you remember the old days where these annuities, quite frankly, weren't very good. You will really like what you see and I think you'll incorporate it into your practice. And then the risks that it covers, some of the stresses, so to speak, of retirees, the risks that these, these products can address are really powerful for your clients. They really enjoy the protections more than we as advisors sometimes realize. And good good point there. And obviously for yourself too, there's no, it's tough to go at it alone. You got to have a lot of people that you probably, I mean, I can only imagine. I think it took us what? In all honesty, how long did it take us of just talking together before you even decided to do your first policy? Just to I think try. it was a solid year. Yeah, it was a solid year, and you your persistence paid off as a, as a team as you go into this space. Talk to Jeremy, rely on him. Um, he's like another part of our team. Very much allows us to leverage our knowledge and capabilities. Because to your credit, you really stay up on everything, and you're a tremendous resource for us. So we thank you for that. That's. Uh, it, it is a big space. So having a team to address the research here is key. As you know, Jeremy, we utilize you as a resource a lot. We're constantly sending you things to do. You you, you very rarely say no. You, you're a great resource for us. So we appreciate that. And we couldn't do all this research without you. So very much appreciated. Appreciate the partnership, Terry. So thank you very much for your time this early morning. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and, uh, thank you also to the listener for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the advisor mentorship podcast on your favorite listening device. So you do not miss out on any future episodes. Also follow us on LinkedIn at Jeremy Hauser to receive latest updates and clips from previous episodes. And remember in a world full of betas, be an alpha. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark advisor mentorship podcast with vice president, Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark, the advisor mentorship podcast with InsureMark Vice President, Jeremy Hauser.